Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of LaunchPeer, and today we're going to be talking about a really interesting way that you can validate your idea. I think the first person to do this, at least the first person who became popular talking about something like this, was Tim Ferriss. I'm going to leave you hanging and not tell you what that strategy is until we get into the episode. But if you're trying to validate a product, especially if you're trying to validate a physical product, even if you're trying to validate a subscription, I'd say this probably works for most anyone. We're going to be talking about a really tricky but cool tactic that you can use to make absolutely sure that people are going to want your product. Today's question comes from Carter in Atlanta, Georgia. He writes in, I'm interested in selling a product in the fitness CrossFit industry. I'm currently bootstrapping this project as a side hustle, and I don't have the cash or time to invest heavily at the moment. So I'd like to validate the idea first before pursuing it in crowdfunding. I have designed a basic Shopify store, but currently I have no physical product manufactured. In order to validate the idea, I'd like to get images of the products and packaging created by a graphic designer and use these images on the landing page. I'll then be running a number of ads to test the market and demographic. A website visitor could view items and add them to their cart. Upon checking out, it will inform the individual that the product is not currently in stock and capture the email address for notification updates. Do you think this is a smart thing to do or do you think there's a better way to validate my idea? Hey Carter, thanks for your question. First, I think it's really cool that you're building something on the side. I know it's a lot of work. There's probably a lot of founders listening to this who are working full-time jobs and their startups start off as side hustles. I think side hustle has gotten kind of a negative connotation recently, but I really don't know many successful startups that didn't start off that way. Most founders are having to hold down full-time jobs before they go full-time on their startup. Most people don't just have a ton of money and savings and just quit and go all in. Typically, when they do that, they've already been working on their idea and now they can go off and do some, they can go off and actually work on their startup full-time because they've raised around the funding or they got great uncle Bob to give them hundreds of thousands of dollars or whatever. But it always starts off as something you're either, you're working on on the side, whether you're working on it full-time or not, it doesn't matter. If it starts off as something that you're not doing full-time, it's a side hustle, okay? It's, it might be a side hustle for a week, a month, a year, whatever. For LaunchPure, it was a side hustle for, I think, quite a, like a few months, uh, really, when we first started off. And then I dove like way deep into it, very naive about it, and decided to just go all in. Best, best mistake I ever made, by the way. But anyway, so... With Carter, he's trying to sell a physical product. And, and this advice I'm going to give today is for anyone, whether your physical product or a software, it doesn't matter. And in order to try to validate his idea, he's trying to build a landing page and then he's going to have a checkout form or a cart on that page and let people actually buy the product. Except, and here's the trick, they're not actually buying the product. All they're doing really is, and this is really, really cool. Uh, all they're doing really is entering their information as if they were going to buy the product, getting taken to another page that says, Hey, sorry, the product's not available right now. Okay. Now, if you're listening to this and you listen to the question, you're probably thinking one of two things, and maybe you're thinking both things. One thing on the one hand, you're probably thinking that's really shady, you know, tricking people into thinking that they're buying, like that's not cool. On the other hand, you might be thinking, in addition to or alongside, you might be thinking, well, 
that's a really, really interesting way to make sure that someone would actually buy your product. I personally tend to lean on the latter end of that. Like, I think it's a really, really cool idea to do something like that. Tim Ferriss wrote about this. I think it was maybe in four hour work week, or maybe he just talked about it in some blog posts. I don't remember, but what he would do to validate product ideas is he would create a landing page, put a checkout form on that landing page for whatever product and really simple landing page, like very bare bones, minimal, just talked about the product and the benefits of the product, put a checkout form on the page and drove ads to it from Google for people searching for something like that solution. And once he got enough people to go through the steps of buying, but not actually buying, he would actually build the product. So what he, you know, basically what that would look like is you'd build a landing page. You'd have a form on there that had credit card information, all of that stuff that you would want to capture for a payment. And then once they submitted the form, obviously you're not saving any of the information. Maybe you'd save their email address and stuff like that, but you're not saving any of the credit card information. You're just saving the email address. You're taking them to a page and saying, Hey, thanks a lot. You weren't charged today. When the product's ready, we'll shoot you an email, let you know. But right now we're in pre-launch and we're not taking any new orders or we're not taking any orders at all. I can see why people would think that's dishonest. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that because I'm sure on the landing page, you're not saying, and I know I'm pretty sure Tim Ferriss didn't do this. He didn't say on the landing page that this is a pre-order product because if you did that, you're getting rid of the whole reason why the whole ability to validate your product, because a lot less people would probably try to buy it if they didn't think it was available right now. And so that tactic works because you're pretending that the product is available and they have a problem. They're searching for a problem. You have a solution. Let's see if people will buy the solution. Okay. I don't know about the legalities of doing something like this. Okay. So I'm only talking about from a sales and marketing perspective. Personally, from a sales and marketing perspective, I think this is one of the best ways to validate a product. Okay. When you're just starting out, and I'm not saying to do this for a hundred people, a thousand people, 5,000 people, whatever. If you're just starting out, you have an idea for a product. I would mock some stuff out, especially if it's a physical product, maybe get some shots or have a graphic designer kind of mock up something so it looks real, put it up on a landing page, make the landing page look nice, put a checkout form on it, which isn't really a checkout form, it's just a regular form, and then see how many people would go through the steps of actually buying the product. You will know within a few conversions and how much you're paying per conversion, whether or not people are actually interested in buying that product. I would love if anyone listening to this could ever tell me a better way of validating a product than that, other than actually having the product. I'm talking about like, you don't have a product built yet. You got nothing. You, you haven't spent any money. Uh, you haven't risked anything. If you have no money to spend, what would you do? What would be the best way to validate a product? Obviously, the best way to validate any product is to try to get people to buy it. Well, this is like the next best thing to getting people to buy it without having to spend the time, money, and energy on actually building something for people to buy. Okay. So that, I think it's a great strategy to be honest with you. And if you're out there right now listening to this, I would try this on the next idea that you have, especially for a physical product. Now let's talk about whether or not this could work for SaaS companies too. I don't see why it wouldn't be able to work for SaaS founders. Okay. So if you're building a web app and it's B2B and you're charging a subscription like $29 a month or hundred dollars a month, $500 a month, whatever, build the website, which takes very little time nowadays or have someone build it for you. Don't build the whole product yet. 
launch it and try to see how many people would sign up for it. Make it look like it's actually live when it's not live yet and see what happens. Do people click on the register now? Do people try to go through the process of registering? Do they try to enter their credit card information there? It's a little bit harder for products like that because people on that end, unless you're, if you're building it B2B, I think it's totally fine. But if you're building B2C where like, it's like a, a mobile application, there's no good way of doing that with a mobile application. Like Apple won't approve an app on the app store where you're tricking people into registering and it takes you to a page that just says, Hey, we're not launched yet. <laughs> they will turn you down really quick. Uh, and with Android, you get a bunch of negative reviews and rankings in the app store and then you'd kind of be screwed. So this really only works for physical products or e-commerce products or for web applications that you're charging a subscription for, okay? And I'm talking about charging right up front. I'm not talking about a free trial, okay? And so I think it's a good strategy. I think it's worth a shot, okay? And a lot of marketing and sales is just about taking risks and taking chances. Worst case scenario, you have it up there, nobody cares. Well, I guess really worst case scenario is you have it up there, somebody complains about it and then writes you an angry email. But is that really that big a deal? If it means that you were able to validate your product and get people to actually sign up for it before risking spending $10,000, $50,000, $100,000 on the product, wouldn't you rather do that? I think the answer would probably be yes, I'd rather do that. Maybe makes a couple people upset, but there's hundreds of thousands, if not millions of customers out there. If I make a couple angry in the beginning because I'm not ready yet, no big deal. At least I'm not risking my own money, my own wallet, my family's money, whatever. Uh, so anyway... Carter, good luck. Really good strategy. I haven't personally tried this before, but I've seen startups that have tried it and you know they think it works really well. We had a, a customer come to us last week who ran Facebook ads to a landing page, trying to get people to sign up for their app and they validated the idea super quick. So I think it's a good strategy. So if anyone's listening to this and you're interested in how to implement the strategy for yourself, uh, head over to launchpeer.com and record your question over on the website or Email your question to hello at launchpeer.com and we'll make sure we get you an answer. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. I have two big announcements for you. First, if you haven't joined Launch Club yet, it's our private Facebook group that has tons of entrepreneurs and founders who are trying to build, launch, and scale their startups. The community is new and we're trying to get more and more founders into it. So if you're interested, go to launchpeer.club to sign up. Also, our team's writing a book and it's almost done. We hope to ship the book out in November. If you're interested, go to launchrecipes.com where we're profiling 40 of the biggest startups of the 21st century and really documenting how they went from zero to one customer, one to 10 customers and the exact tactics they used to do that. So if you want to claim your free book, go to launchrecipes.com.